I'm continuing to bring you great guests. I have one today from football to acting and producing. Carrie Rhodes is next. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Lives. Breaking into. That's right. A little bouncy music get us started today in our conversation. <laughs> I love it. We'll see ya. Yeah, we'll Hi, see you guys. You. Welcome to another edition of Breaking Into <clears throat> here on Black Hollywood Live. I'm your host, James Lott Jr., and I'm so glad you guys are joining me. We have a great guest today, as I'm going to continue giving you great guests this month as we lead to my one-year anniversary on November 8th. One year. I'm so excited. Today, my guest, he played in the NFL. He played for the Jets and the Cardinals. But then he decided to go into a whole new career afterwards. He's been doing a lot of producing and acting. He has transitioned into the world of TV, video, and movies. He did music videos with Lady Gaga and K. Michelle, just to name a few. He also produced a documentary called Gone in an Instant. It's a very interesting, we're going to talk about that. It's a very interesting documentary. And shows like Protocol, movies like the upcoming Tragedy Girls. And he's also currently on Tyler Perry's new, a series called If Loving You Is Wrong on the OWN Network. So, I mean, Oprah, Tyler, I mean, pretty good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, anybody undecided, Carrie Rhodes. Can I clap for myself? Cover yourself. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Yeah. Hello, sir. Welcome. Hey, man, thanks for having me, man. I Thank appreciate you. it. Yeah. And you chose this song. It's a good song, too. Yeah, she is song. my girl, man. She's, uh, she's always dope. She's always very, very great, talented. Sure. Very yep. talented. And you can follow us on our Facebook page, which is called Breaking Into, which I have all kinds of good stuff on there. And also, we're on YouTube under Black Hollywood Live, Breaking Into. All my episodes are there. Okay, so let's get, let's get right into you. And first of all, we just want your football stuff. Okay. Just because you went from football and transitioned into the entertainment field, because I want to ask you, are you crazy? Yeah, I think all football players are. Yeah, to, to a certain degree. Yeah, I mean, we don't we don't have everything up here wound up tightly, but it's uh, it's been fun, man. Football was a great was a great uh, I want to call it a segue into my into my second life. I mean, I was on a stage where it's really no bigger stage. You get you come out, eighty thousand fans screaming screaming your name, screaming, you know, Carrie. And I was like, yeah, I, I, hey, how you doing? So you don't have all that stuff going on. So tell me, let's stop there for a second. Tell yeah. me. What it feels like, if you can remember, in the moment when you do go out to the field, yeah. and there, because part of it is also half the fans are wanting you to win for them, and the other half are against you. Right. But how does that feel when they're all cheering and they're like just they're focused on you? And your yeah, team? I mean, it's it's almost. I think the uh, the closest thing to that would probably be a, a rock star when they come out mm-hmm. on the stage and they have uh, however many people they have in the st- in, yeah. in, in the crowd just going crazy for one person or one group. It's. Like I said, there's no feeling that you can really equate to it. I mean, yeah. it's uh, it's one of those things where you're one of the best people in the world, and, and people recognize your talents on that level, and it's it's nothing like it. Explain to people that it's not easy to get into the NFL. Just so we know, people, it's just that it's like, okay. it's, I mean, how many people play football in high school and college right. and don't make it? I mean, come on. I'll break it down for getting stats, okay? All right. So out of all the kids that play football in college, right, and it's so many schools around the, around mm-hmm. the world, around, the, around America and all that stuff, mm-hmm. 1% make it. Like, that's crazy. So you're in the top percent wow. of your job and what you do as a professional in that in that yeah. field, in that realm. So it's it's just it's it's really it's really untouchable. Yeah, because I tell people all the time, I want to be a basketballer. It's obtainable, yes, but we just want people to know that it's not that easy. You yes. have to really know how to play. Yeah, it seems like it seems like there's like a, a million football players running <laughs> right. around, right? right? Like it feels like right. it feels that way. Yeah, but it's only 200 people that gets draft that gets wow. drafted in a draft. So that's. It's not that not that big. I love watching the drafts and world drafts. The drafts crazy. I mean, kind of fun. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's uh, it's scary. 
uh, especially for the guys that are in the draft, because you really don't know where you're going. Yeah. You have teams that say they want you and, and they want to put you in this certain position, whatever, this pecking order that you're supposedly lined up in. But you don't know. I, I, I uh, When I got drafted, I was told I was going in the second round. So, okay. of course, when you hear that, you want to, okay, all right, you're going to put yourself in that top tier and say, okay, I'm in the second round, I'm the second round guy. I end up dropping to the fourth round. Wow. So my, my dreams are crushed from the beginning. I was like, oh, I'm done. I can't play anymore. It's over, right? Yeah. And then I went in and, as a fourth-round pick and started from day one. So, I mean, for me, I actually took not going to the second, not going in the second round as motivation for me. And it was kind of my, grind, my, my driving force once yeah. I got there to like, okay, I'm going to prove everybody wrong, prove everybody that I, yeah. can belong, I belong here and I can play here. And I went from there and just started. Because the next thing is, you do once you get in, you have to prove that you can you can fulfill the promise of what they're hoping you'll do. Right? Yeah, yeah. But the thing the thing about me is, uh, like I said, I, when I went to, when I went in the fourth round, I think expectations dropped a little bit. Oh, you okay. know, not not for me, oh. just from outside outside forces. Yeah. I mean, they're like he's a fourth round guy. If he plays, he plays. If he doesn't, it's not that big of a deal. Interesting. Because I mean, yeah. money drops drastically from first to fourth oh, round. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah. So okay, it's, it's it's not as big as risk. Now that I'm going in the fourth round, but I came in and I used it and just ran with it. So how long did you play? Played nine years, man. Wow, nine, nine years. Not, let me see, probably eight too long. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, what? What do you say? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it was. I mean, no, I take. I mean, I I actually adore. I love football, a hundred percent. When I played, I was passionate. I, I gave a hundred percent. Whatever. I did all that stuff, but. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a it's a grueling game, man. It takes a toll on your body, it takes a toll on your mind, your head. So it's uh, it's difficult. It's fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it, but it's actually, you know what? I'll take it back. If I had to do it again, I would do it again because I am crazy, like I said. Like <laughs> in the beginning, I said, football guys yeah, are crazy. crazy. Yeah. But I mean, I would I would have went. I probably would have went about a little bit more, uh, a little bit more cautious and more business minded with the fact of you have a long life to live after this. You go out and you, and you go out and you do what you have to do in the meantime and, and be healthy and play well, play strong, but know that you have a, a future after this. And that's probably what I'll teach younger guys now. Like, yeah. Make sure you realize that this is only for a portion of time. Mm-hmm. You got a long life to live after, so take care of yourself. Yeah, because, I mean, like you said, it's a hard game. And, and people get hit all the time. Oh, my God, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. And then you see people later on who have concussions and outside of the game afterwards, and they can't walk and they can't speak. And just, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, it's, it's brutal. Yeah, it's. Uh, I love watching every Sunday. Like, <laughs> right, I'll look. So, I'll watch this Sunday. Yes, and yeah. my team's the Steelers. I'm sorry, I was. My family's from New York. They like the Jets, but I'm a Steelers fan. So I'm from yeah. Pittsburgh. It's kind of like a reject. I can appreciate the Jets. I can appreciate that. Uh, as long as you appreciate it, and all. you know, and the nice. Cardinals had some good years. So, I mean, I can appreciate that. As long as you appreciate it. <laughs> We'll take it. I'll take but it. But I love football. That's what I was kind of close on. I was like, I'll, I'll take care because he's a football guy. Um, so then when, you're, when your career decided to transition out of that, <laughs> yep. did you do any acting before football? Yeah, a lot of people don't know, but I actually I actually wrote, I wrote, starred, and I guess directed <laughs> uh, a play in the seventh grade. And this is, was, this is when it wasn't cool. Like I was, I went to a, all black, like a real, like a. We can talk black because we're on Black Hollywood. I went to all black, like real, like a yeah. grimy, like middle school. Like yeah. I was, you know, I don't want to say hood because it wasn't the hood, but it was hood esque. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was close, right? Yes. So I did a, I wrote, starred, and okay. like directed this medieval play in the seventh <laughs> grade, and my people were like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I don't know. I want to be Shakespeare," you know. So I was doing this. <laughs> we actually I have mean, that clip. Show that clip. <laughs> no, don't show that one. Yeah, sure. Right there. That was awful. <laughs> but uh, so, but no, I mean, I've been. I had the passion for for a while, yeah. man. I did it then, and I also took um, 
theater theater classes okay. in college as a minor. So that's very cool. That you say you wrote, so it's like because you, you're a producer too. We'll talk about that a little later. Yeah. But like you actually decided to write yourself something. That's actually very entrepreneurial of you. Yeah, no, but man, it, it sucked. No, yeah, that's, that's, okay. that's, that's, not, that's not let's not get it twisted. Yeah, it wasn't you know. the best. Yes. But, but the drive but was, was there. But it was mine, yeah. The drive was there. Absolutely. Um, and so then you so you decide after football, because you've done some hosting. I know you've done some hosting. Mm-hmm. You've done some of what I do. Yeah. But most people go that route. Mm-hmm. You said, no, I'm going to go into acting and producing and just doing and doing TV movies. You're like, am I going to do the route of just being a commentator? Yeah, right. I've had I've had those offers, actually. I mean, I'm sure. They, they, they poured in a little bit. As soon as I got done, it came in. I'm not going to say who the affiliates were or anything. But... Oh, it's just us watching. Nobody's watching <laughs> at all. Just tell me. Right, right. Yeah. But I had some, some of that stuff come on and, and happen. And I was just... I actually see that as something I could do later on if I, if I, if the opportunity presents, yeah. itself, presents itself again, I yeah. would and probably have fun with it, but just not right away. I wanted to do other things and, and explore other options. So he's not close to mind to say anything. He'll do whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, I'm just saying. Right now, right. he's other aspirations at the moment, but Absolutely. he's not. He's not completely done. Absolutely. But we're gonna show. This is something that I, I, I actually now I recognize you from the video, little Lady Gaga. Let's show that clip right now, paparazzi. Oh my god. And he's the guy on the right, the cop. That's young Carrie. Look at that face. I know. You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, folks. Like they, they, she did a movie style video for this, so like yeah. your name is in the credits at the end, yeah. and so your face is all in that part in there too. So I mean, that was a huge hit song for Lady Gaga, of course. You, what know, was that like? You know what's funny about that? Uh, <laughs> I did it for a friend, and I was like, all right, I'll do it. But I got so much flack in the locker room for that. They're like, hold on, do it. Like you could have did any other video, but why are you in a Lady Gaga video, right? So I got that. I got that flack. Number one. Yes. But cool, cool story about that video. I actually. They they had me highly touted like in the video, and they're like, "We want you to be in this dressing room, right?" So I was in the, in the main dressing room, and guess who comes in? And um, guess whose dressing room it is? And and she's changing in there. It's uh, Lady Gaga. So we're just like in the same in the same she's dressing changing room. Changing right in front of just, you. Oh. I'm like, uh, hey, okay. I'm like, hey, 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 Gaga, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I, so that was a cool that was a cool little. But she was nice. So she was to nice. take. So she oh, was nice. she, she's great. She's cool. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of her still, and yeah, I love her. I love her music. Yeah, that's so funny. And you also did, you also did uh, following K Michelle. I saw that video. I uh, I was trying to see if you had a clip. I was like, no, no that's that clip. No, 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 no. no, no, yeah, I did. Uh, Fallen, uh, K Michelle, she's a good friend of mine, also. Yeah. We've, uh, great voice, she's a great we voice. We stay in touch, really great singer. Yeah, she's uh, she's really dope, actually. She's really good. She, I saw a um, oh my god, I want to say it's on Centric, one of those stations where it was like being K Michelle or something, mm-hmm. and just I, I'm like rooting for her now. I just want like really want, and they really dug into her past. Yeah, she, yeah, she has she has a lot of she has a lot of backstory, but yeah, that goes along with her whole her whole thing and her whole story, but uh. We won't get into that, but like I said, yes. she's a great girl. She's, she's, a good, she's girl. good. Yeah. She's good. Um, then you decided to go into some acting. I have another clip I'm going to show. This is from, which is just hilarious because you played Officer Michael Jackson. <laughs> good cop, by cop. Put that up there. Oh, man. I hate my life. <laughs> we are investigating a suspect in the area. We advise that you two stay out of our way and look for the old cops work. I don't have much time, Patty. 
This is hilarious. Pat my back! I'm about to become a hero! <laughs> and he produced this. I did, yeah. Yeah. It's that was that. This is really sweet and all, but keeping up with the Kardashians starts in 20 minutes, so we gotta go. That was a couple years ago. That but... was actually the first thing I, I actually produced and was in. Oh, it's, it looks hilarious. I'm gonna watch it. It looks hilarious. Yeah, it was the first thing. It was just. <laughs> right after football, Everybody's I was like, I, I, gotta, I gotta do something. And that but was, good that was comedy, that. whatever. Kind oh, of it, it's actually funny. It is really funny. Yeah, it, it, it did. It did. It went the festival route and did okay. It, was, it did pretty well. It was fun. Because your company's called Comeback Kids. Yeah, it is. And where, where's that? Where's that come from? You know, what? we, me and my, me and my business partner Anthony Holt, we, uh, we were starting this company early on when I was still playing, and it kind of just kind of dissolved, and we went away from it and kind of backed down. Uh, I got more busy with football, and he got some, some other things that he was doing also. So. Kind of, we kind of put it on the back burner, but then we came back, and that's what it can't. That's where the comeback comes in. There you go. So no. where that idea? It's, it, it looks really does look really hilarious, and the name Michael Jackson. I yeah, mean, yeah. Like... Actually, uh, a good friend of mine. She's a uh, she was Miss California beauty pageant back in the day, but we were friends, and her husband. We all became we all became really good friends, and we uh, just started kicking around ideas of what we can do to get something right away after football, and just have fun with it. I mean, I love comedy, so we just thought of that and. We all just brainstormed and made it happen. Man, it's, it's sad. It was just hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then you did one called Slate Your Name. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm bringing it all up. Let's show that clip. I'm going to clip that one. Uh, so now, what was that What was that one about? That was 2015. Uh, yeah, Slate Your Name was just uh, <laughs> just something to pass time. Okay. That's yes. all it was. We just had, like I said, some more comedy stuff. Just working on my skills and on my chops and something that we got, we shot in-house. It was just really Do you like doing comedy yet? Yeah, comedy is my big thing right now. I'm trying to uh, master that. I I, uh, I think once you become good at comedy, you also have to be you. Inadvertently, you become better at drama because it's it's a lot of timing. But the real real comedy, when it's funny, it's the real moments, not even the over the top stuff. And that's yeah. why I, that's where I draw a lot of my stuff from. Well, it's also good for you because you're just big football, big you know, big black eye. Yeah. I mean, do some comedy would make it the contrast would seem like it'd be really funny. Yeah, just don't be stereotypical. Yeah, yeah exactly. Do, do something, do something outside the box. Which is something that you, we have to do in this in this industry, this crazy, unstable, crazy industry um, that people I'm sure would look at you and want to cast you as the same thing all the time. Yes, you're like, wait a minute, I yes. can be diverse. They, they, they want me to be the uh, the good looking boyfriend in in this show, and I'm like. Nah. Don't want to do that, and I've been I've been offered some of those stuff early yeah. on. And I just I didn't do it. How hard is it to turn down roles? When when it's not the right one, it's easy. Okay, I like it's that. Not, it's not that hard. It's like uh, that. you just if you know it's not right, and you know it's something you don't want to do for you for you and your career or your significant other or whatever the case may be, you just don't do it. Is there anything like you really try to stay away from just being a black man in this industry? Is there certain things you just wouldn't do right now? Uh, yeah the. The good looking boyfriend, and <laughs> yeah, you're like you don't, you don't you don't be the stereotypical like best friend yeah, or romantic, you know, yeah. You and you know, and, and what's, what's so hard about it actually is, uh, um, once you start doing those things, you get as you know typecast and it, and it's just you just don't open yourself up to all the possibilities that that you can have as an actor, especially if you're, if you're a talented guy and you have you have other things working for yourself outside of that. You don't want to put yourself in that box and just and, and pigeonhole yourself like that. Well, you're very smart because nowadays it's all about self producing. And yeah. putting stuff out on your own mm-hmm. to help people see what you can do. I interview so many people nowadays who are putting their own web series out and movies and shorts, right. and it's like, and it's, it's I'm gonna show you what I can do. Yeah, 
That's like yeah. the new tape, so to speak. You, you have to. Like, if you sit around and wait for somebody else to do it for you or cast you in something, you'll be waiting for a long time. Well, this, this business is very much a lot of hurry up and wait, isn't it? It's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hurry up and wait. It's right. so crazy. Like, okay, hurry up and get good, but we're yes. going to make you wait until it's your time. Your, until your time is right. So that's kind of what, what, what happens. Or we really like you, or we want you to come in for this, and then, like, two years later, you're still waiting. We just want to bruise your ego enough to where you don't want to come back, but you're hanging on, and you may come back, and that's. That's, that's what I <laughs> <laughs> Now, you also, you know, you, you say you've done some films, and one was called Protocol. Mm-hmm. And we're going to show a short film, clip from that one, actually. Yeah. That's a good one. It's beautifully shot. I was looking at this. It looks really beautifully shot. Escaped yesterday. Killed a cop in a hit and run at baseline of McClintock. Intel on the weapons? None. Fled into this house, currently barricaded inside, waiting on the negotiators to show up. Until then, ran a holding pattern. Mike and Jack, I need you guys to cover the front door. Jesse, I need you to set up somewhere on this side of the house. Al, I need you to cover the back gate. Do not go in the backyard. Let's go to work. So I'm sure a lot of choreography to this scene. It's it's a, a, lot, it's a lot of moving parts, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. This is actually based off a true story. That's what you're saying. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. In position. Hey, you look extra jacked in this video. <laughs> yeah, I was a little bigger here. Yeah, <laughs> The attention to detail like that. What's the problem? It doesn't feel right. Heard that before. No, this is different. Something's wrong here. Cut the radio chatter. Roger. <laughs> oh. Yep. Got movement. White female, 8 to 10. Floral dress. Southeast corner of the house. Jesse, you see any of that movement? I don't see her. Only a tablecloth. I know what I saw. I'm going to get a closer look. Negative, Alan. I told you. We're gonna stop there. You're gonna have to watch this to see what's gonna happen. <laughs> it but gets I, good, right? I know, here, but I was, to, I was totally en- I know, but I was totally engrossed. <laughs> I was like, let's go have to check you out. I mean, it's, it's called Protocol. It's, there just, you go. it's a short film. And it looks my sauce like it looks really good. <laughs> yeah, we put that into uh it, it was in um it went the festival route and it did really well. It it, it was actually up for a couple of a couple of awards, but yeah. it, it didn't it didn't we didn't win, but we're in good company with that one. Yeah. You're in the orbit. Um how's it producing for you? What do you like what do you like about producing? Uh, producing it, it, you know, the the big thing with that is, like you said, it actually gives you the opportunity to put yourself in stuff, and and also you do the stuff that you want to do. I mean, acting wise, working wise, whatever the case may be, like whatever you have your vision set for, you can actually do it yourself and put yourself in a position to be successful in the things that you want to be in, and not just going out for auditions and being, you know, maybe getting a role or whatever it is. You put yourself in a position to be successful and. It's yours, you know what I mean? You own it. But how is it being a producer, wearing that hat, and also being an actor and wearing that hat? It's... <laughs> at the same time. It can be a little much, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, can, it, can, get, uh, it can get complicated because uh, you can be in a scene acting with somebody and you and that's done. You get done with that and you, you wear a producer hat and now you're hearing the problems from that actor that, that they may need or something that's going on outside with production. So it's it gets to be a little choppy and can be a little uh, a little messy sometimes, but I, I, I love it. I love the whole hustle and bustle of the producer producing yeah. realm and also the acting realm also. Yeah. yeah. You, you ever want to direct? Or no, you like one, hire somebody. You know what? Direct. No, no, no. Uh, one one day I will. Yeah. One day I will. I'm uh, I'm taking it one step at a time and trying to get better at everything I can yeah. do first and foremost. I mean, acting, I'm still trying to master that, and I'm still trying to figure out where, where what lane I want to be in as a producer also. So 
directing's a little bit off, but eventually, yeah, for sure. What have you taken from football training that you use in your acting training? Everything. Everything. Okay. I uh, The way I trained to get ready for a game was, I mean, like like no other. I mean, I, I attention to detail, uh, being on time, um, being passionate about what you do, actually putting in the time for what you do. So, I mean, it, it kind of carries over and translates the same way in that field for me because uh, to be the best I want to be, I've started late at this, so... I have to put extra time in. I have to train hard. I have to be on a regimen where it's it's all I do. I mean, this is my life. This is what I want to be, and this is what I want to yeah. do now. And it's everything goes and everything pours into that field now. It's just, just the same way football did. Interesting. Okay, I wouldn't say you're late. Just that you just you find you found your calling, a different calling now. now yeah, you're I mean, just just late in the game as far as you know the way it should be. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I've been I've been prepping myself for this for a long yeah. time. I've been doing it, but it's it's still I'm still late to the game and and in, in real in real life real life standards. Well, it goes to show that you can you may veer off in another direction. Yeah, but you can still come back around to it. Right, you can because I, I think with me the whole thing with with uh, with football was it was a vessel for me to to meet other people to to broaden my my community of people that are around me. So I mean, a lot of people don't take advantage of that. Also, I mean, you, when you're in the field of football, I mean, you're a sports player. Every actor wants to be your friend. Every musician oh, wants to yes, be your friend. Like everybody, sure. everybody wants to be an athlete. Yeah. And vice versa. Every athlete wants to be an actor. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So you have those those community, communities that open up more and more with you in that spotlight. So you got to take advantage of it. Have you met any of your, I need to use the word idols, but have you met anybody that you really admire? Have you met them now since you've been in the acting realm? Oh, man. <laughs> I like a lot of them. Man. I like a lot of people. I was always a fan. I've always been a fan of movies and, uh, and entertainers in general. Um, let me see who. I mean, Tyler Perry. I mean, he's he's uh, he's huge. He's um, yeah. he's uh, he's pretty much he's pretty much an icon already, and he's a guy that he's self-made. He's done everything on his own, and I mean, he's had people that helped him, of course, right, no, but, right, no, right, no. of course. But he was a driven person that made it happen from 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 really nothing, and he did. Yeah, it he did. So, I mean, somebody like that you can always look up to. Now, how did you get? That's a good segue into yeah. if loving you is wrong. Which I think is the second or third season. I can't remember what season it's in. I think it's, I think it's fourth. Or fourth. Yeah, it it's, fourth. it's been on for a while. So you're coming out to a show that's been yeah. established. Well, how did you get in his orbit? <laughs> I mean, how did you get in Tyler Perry's orbit? Well, I mean, me and, and Ty- Oprah's orbit. <laughs> how do you get there? I mean, you know what? I I actually met Tyler a long, long time ago. He was uh he's friends friends with a teammate of mine, uh, Lavernius Coles, back in um, in New York. So we we knew each we knew of each other before. But then once I got done. I became more and more in, in, in the entertainment scene and field. Mm-hmm. I got invited to a couple of the parties and L, with LC, and we went a couple of times, and we just became friends. We became friends off, you know, yeah. from, from that. And then uh, when the opportunity came about, uh, if I'm just wrong, he just he said he, he was writing a character for me. He knew I was getting into the acting stuff, and he, he believed in me. I had something, a couple of things that I have done, okay. like stuff that, stuff that you showed there. Yeah. And, and he was... Uh, it's like I'm gonna send some. I've been writing something for you. I think I'm gonna send something for you. So uh, when, once he sent it out, <laughs> I was like, okay, this is my time. This is my chance. So I just went out and just and wait a minute. It's it. okay, like, okay, let's just, let's just let's just gloss over this. <laughs> Tyler Perry wrote something for you. I'm like, I mean, how does that feel? I mean, like he's a he's a big deal right now, and yeah. has been for a while. Yep. And he actually, because he's the only about Tyler Perry that I really like about him, especially, is that he will use black folks. Yeah. Behind the scenes, in front of camera, he will give people a chance. He will bring back old actors. Yeah, and, but he wrote a scene for you. Like, how does that? Like, I mean, how does that feel? I mean, it's it's uh, it was it was flattering for sure. I mean, it's one of those things where you know you have people in the industry that say, you know, we're gonna we're gonna work, we're gonna work yeah, together. Right. We're gonna do something for you. We're gonna yes. do this. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
and yes. that never happened. So right. for it to actually happen, me get the text and say like, okay, I'm, I'm writing this guy, I'm writing this character, Rick, for you, and I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, because <laughs> yes. I've been I've been working. I mean, I've been out for four years now, and I've been really honing in on my craft and trying to make this thing work and get a break and and you know just like any any struggling actor. Yes, so I've been I've been living that life and so to, to get that text. Pretty cool. God, well, this, yeah. this must be because he is somebody who really makes things happen, especially for black folks. Absolutely, he does. And, yeah. and Oprah too, of course. In the own network, it's very good. Um, when he says he wrote something for you, yeah. did you just like trust there's gonna be something good? Did you like okay, this is Tyler? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna worry what? about what it is. I was actually, I thought it would be like really small. I thought it'd be like, uh, oh okay. I thought it'd be like a really small part, I mean, a couple episodes or whatever. Yeah, I was like, okay, he's gonna give me a little shot to show myself and. Which is which is great, which is cool, yeah. but uh, it ended up being seventeen episodes. I'm like, wow, wow. wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, this is this is a this is a real workload. And and anybody that knows Tyler knows Tyler. He shoots really fast. Oh yes, yes. So I was scared. Oh my god, I'm yeah, sure. I was scared. I was a little. I was like, it's like I could be overwhelmed right now. I can or I can just put my head put my head down and work and just do what I always done. And that's what I did. I think your football training come handy in that when you're playing in a game. I'm sure there's like this pressure. Oh yeah, pressure's always. You're supposed to win. There. You got to win, right? Always there. So yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I was a little scared. I mean, it's, it's it was a daunting task. I mean, I know the way he shoots, and I know he shoots fast. So so who do you play, and and what is your what is your role on the show? Oh, man, I'm uh, my name is Officer Rick Connor. <laughs> I just seem to always play cops so, for some reason. Yeah, some reason. I don't know yeah, it's right? crazy. You kind of look like that. Yes. When, when you showed all the uh, all the, I did. It's like it's all kind of related. Cops. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm a cop and I'm. Yeah, name his name is Rick Connor. He's uh he's new to the force and he's uh he's just moving. Why do we can't give Twitch away? We, we of course, get away. <laughs> because I mean the show's yeah, right. the show's airing now, airing so now, you can't yeah. really but you but you're there basically for the most of the season then. Or I'm, there, I'm there for yeah, like seventeen episodes. So that's uh I'm on your TV for a little while. Wow. Yeah. And how sorry, we, we can't give things away, but how how are the other actors in the show? How are, how is that going for how was that going for you? You know, it's always I, well I say like I'm like I'm a veteran. Well, it's know. always hard to go into it. No, but anyway, it's a uh, <laughs> <laughs> established show, right? But it, exactly, it's hard to go into an established show. I mean, they have all these connections, and these people know each other. They they hang out after after scenes, and you know they they know they they've been around for a while. So to step into that situation, it can be scary. Also, it can be one of those things where you don't want to step on anybody's toes. You don't want to mm-hmm. you don't want to be the new guy that thinks he's too much and all that stuff. You don't want you don't want any of that. You want to go in on the even kill and just kind of. Do your job and, and yeah. just lay low. So I kind of I, I I took that approach and really just went down with my head down and really work, ready ready to work and you know the cast was great man they were all nice all lovely they all came around to help to to offer suggestions to to calm me down when the scene's going too fast oh, I'm <laughs> you sure. know so yeah. like all this stuff like the cast was really really good they were, they were really good have you met Oprah. Of course, Oprah's my girl. I have a, me, Can't wait with you. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, Oprah, like I can call Oprah right now. I can, you want me to do it? I can. Do, no, oh I'm, I'm like, oh my no. god. Yeah, she's no, really, no. She's uh, she's great. We we talked. Uh, I've I've met her a couple of times, but we've mm-hmm. we've actually had at one of Tyler's at Tyler's birthday party. We were at the house, and uh, me and Oprah sat down by the piano and talked for like thirty minutes oh at, god, at the party. So just like she took time to talk and really. No, we really made like a little uh, little connection, which is which is cool. I mean, yeah. it's Oprah Winfrey, so yeah, yeah. Great. yeah. I, I hear she's down to earth. Actually, I hear she's way down to earth. She takes time, man. She takes time yeah. to uh, to talk, and that's what makes those people special. I mean, when you're when you're up here, and you can actually yeah. bring yourself down a little bit to to hold a conversation with anybody, mm-hmm. and 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 be real, and be real in that situation, and not just 
not just talking, like actually connecting with somebody, which is which is which is really cool. That is a great lesson for just anybody. Period. When you can be present yeah. in a conversation with somebody, no matter where your stature is in life, right. that's I mean that's that's that, gold. That's that separates the. Uh, the wannabe stars to the, to the I agree. stars. I totally agree with that. Right. And then you have a film coming out called Tragedy Girls. Can you tell us a little about that? Tragedy Girls. Yeah, I can, man. I uh, I actually uh, EP that project, produced it. Um, actually, have a part in it also, okay. acting in it also. So uh, my fiance is in it also. Okay. So I mean, just uh, it's it's about two <laughs> two death obsessed teens who are uh, who are obsessed with the horror genre, and they're uh, they actually have a chance to. <laughs> actually um uh, expound on their um on their love for that horror genre yes uh, <laughs> i'm trying it's to, kind of, it's trying to like, dance around it's kind of a horror comedy isn't it's it a horror dark comedy so yes. it is it is funny and it's okay. scary also and it's uh it's actually really good i just saw a director's okay. cut uh okay. like actually yesterday okay and people are in for a treat. What do you think really it's coming? Good. What is it coming out? Are you there? What's, what's no, your... no, we actually just submitted it to uh, to Sundance. So okay. wait, to, wait to hear back from that one. If that comes in, that's going to be uh, just the, just the fuel we need. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. That's very exciting. Um, you also did a, you did a documentary called Garden Instant about Antoine Walker, which lost. If you don't know the story, he lost like 110 million dollars. Actually, go, go back to Tragedy Girls for one second. Oh, okay, so yes, I can okay. talk about who's in it real quick. Oh, yeah, talk, we please talk. Please talk. <laughs> We have uh, Alexandra Ship from X Men. She's starring in it. We have okay. Brianna Hildebrand from Deadpool. She's starring in it. Okay. We also have uh, Josh Hutcherson from Hunger Games in it. Hello, we know him. We have Craig Robinson. Oh my God, Craig Robinson! Yeah, oh my yeah. God, how funny. Yeah. Nikki Wheeling, my fiance, yes. she's in it. So it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a great ensemble cast, and yeah. it's it's gonna be a fun ride. You said it's good. It's gonna be good. We're waiting to hear about it. I'm waiting to see it when this comes out. Oh, be great. I will tell you. I'll be back. Yes, I will be back. Yes, back Hollywood we'll Live. We'll be back. He'll be back on here. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Very good. That's great. You're an executive producer of this film, so that's yeah. really good. So it's your baby, basically. It is my baby. You gave birth. I, I, I actually, I actually got, I actually optioned the script, so I got it from the beginning. Wow. Yeah, it's really, it's really my project. It really, is, sure. it really is your baby. Yeah, it is. It is. Sure. And so the, the, the documentary, of course, his story, Antoine Walker's story, is crazy. He's talked all over the country about it. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And he did a documentary with it, with that. Yeah, we did uh, did the documentary called "Gone in an Instant" with uh, with Antoine Walker. Man, it's uh, it's a crazy story. I mean, I think a lot of not a lot of people, but some, but quite a few people know his story. I mean, he was uh, one of the best basketball players in the league. He's all star. He was on the cover of NBA Live. Like he was a really good player, right? Yeah. Um, but he was the first player to. Uh, a mass <laughs> over a hundred million dollars. Yeah, see a lot of money. And and uh go bankrupt and lose it all. So yeah. we kinda navigate that whole thing and uh and, and the pitfalls and all the dangerous things out there for and young athlete, not just black athlete, because we like to go into that into yes. that word black athlete. Yes, but, but, any, but any athlete that goes into a situation where they're nineteen, they're a kid, they're NBA superstar, they have millions of dollars. Yeah. And they're by themselves. I mean the the scary thing yeah. about that is a lot of kids go into that situation and don't even know how to balance a checkbook. Like, yeah. that's scary. Yeah. To have that much money, you don't know how to balance your checkbook. Right. That's crazy. So, for him, he had that same scenario that was going on. I mean, he, he gambled. He, he, he lived pretty lavishly. Yeah, well, that which, happens. Which they right? all do, right? Yeah. He was really, really nice and, and actually gave a lot of his money away. Right, yeah, but just like he just he lived he lived life, which is great. But he just lived a little bit too much. But another thing he had was a bad bad business deal business deal also with real estate. So I'll do it too. So he had a lot of pitfalls. But we try to navigate that system, that whole story, man. It's really just a uh, just a story about 
just make making decisions. Decisions are always going to be there. It's always going to be decision, good decision, bad decision. Mm-hmm. Just being able to limit those bad decisions and make sure you stay away from all, all those pitfalls is, is really what the film navigates it's, through. It's a good it's a good tale to show people in any business or anything that happens when you start to get money. It's just a cautionary tale. Yeah. That's all it totally is. Totally is. That's, I'm that's sure you learned is. a lot through the whole thing, I'm sure. Yeah, I learned a lot. I mean, I've actually went through it some of myself. I mean, I was uh, pretty generous also and, you know, give, give some stuff away, but I also knew that I could say no. I, I, I came to a point where no was my best friend. Yeah. And no has to be your best friend when you have them have that much money because you have people come in and they ask it in the most in the in the in most sly way ever. Like they'll ask you for 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 rent, but what are they doing with that money? You don't know. Like it, you just have you just have to say no sometimes. You have to be be able to say no. It's funny. I had a job once that I made a lot of money and it was just kind of fun because I was just living high. I was going on trips and of course you go to dinner. I'll, I'll treat for dinner for everybody. And it's like mm-hmm. 10, 15 people and. That adds up, and just and you, know, you need you need like five hundred dollars. Okay, I'll give you this. You know, just and it starts to go away, and you realize what about me? It dwindles fast. It does. It goes by really fast. A million dollars nowadays is not a lot of money. A million dollars? Is, about it? It, it, no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, I would mind getting it, of course, right, but I right. mean, but it really isn't. A, it isn't a lot of money. Yeah, you're not set for life. No, yeah. not like in the old days. No. And so, and, and, and I hear stories like MC Hammer, who, like, who just who tried to help everybody, and, so, and just, it just goes and bad business deals it goes. You know, away. and that's and that's and it's a common thing with that. It's it's uh, most of the times the guys who get who get that money and, and actually lose it, they're really, really, really generous and nice guys. Mm-hmm. So the fact that a, a family member needs this or a, help. a friend needs that, you're going to help them out. Yeah, and you have to be you got to be ju- judicious judicious with it, and as far as you're going to as far as giving that stuff out. Yeah, it's just it's a, but that yeah, it's just a, a great story. And he and like I said he's been very generous talking about his story. So it was kind of great to do it. I love documentaries, so I mean, just kind of they're really cool. But she's so sad. She's like, really oh cool. my god, yeah. so sad. <laughs> yeah, he's bounced back though, man. He's yeah. doing he's doing the tours. He's working. Yeah. He's doing uh, sports broadcasting for the NBA yeah. now, and he's gonna bounce back. He's fine. He's out of he's out of debt now. And he's 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 moving forward with his, moving forward with his life now. So it's cool. I'm always about manifesting things and singing them out loud on my shows. Mm-hmm. Is there a role or roles that you would love to play? <sighs> um, Something, some kind of role. You know you what? Like play? probably ideal right now for me would be uh, like a like a, a Will Smith and Hitch. Okay, I like that. It was kind of like a it's like a goofy like mm-hmm. goofy comedy type thing, and he was pretty. Yeah, it, it was. It was just a cool role. I think he had fun with it. I'm sure he did. I can, I can yeah, tell sure he had fun with it. Fun. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, that type of role would, would probably be ideal for me right now, I think. But, like I said, I'm open to all things. Yeah, he's, like, he's ready <laughs> to work. Right, right. I'm ready to go. camera. He's ready to work. There it is. But I'm ready to work. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yes, he's I don't know why work. I'm talking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, you know, know. Some, but your voice got a little deeper because you're ready you saw, to work. You saw that? And yeah, I understand that. My voice is deep anyway. I can't help it. Um, <laughs> but, no, I, I, I want to see you in a science fiction. Science fiction? I do. And what? We need more black folks inside in space. I, I can do we that. do. I know. I know. I know writers. I know black writers who write science fiction. They're trying to get stuff on screen. Oh, they really? Oh, yeah. The people who write all kinds of stuff. My friend Anthony Montgomery does write science fiction graphic novels, and he used to be on Star Trek. And it's uh, like we want some more. What's the people on black folks in space? Welcome to the final frontier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Star five four four two three dash five. Exactly. Come on, I can do that also. Exactly, because I can, because I, because again, I can go back to you. I can see you as a superhero, of course. You know what, Luke Cage is coming out yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I mean, but I, said, I want to see you. I want to see you in space. Space, like a captain or something, or you I can, know. Do, I can do space. Yeah, I, I can. Yeah, <laughs> I can do space. All right. So, uh, do you do you want to do um, stage? Uh, you, you know, you're, you're in seventh grade. You did it, but do yeah. you want to do, do you want to do Shakespeare's like that? Yeah. No. 
Not anymore. <laughs> it, it, it was it was a phase when I was yes. in seventh grade. So I'm, I'm done. With, I'm done with Shakespeare. <laughs> what is one piece of advice that someone, no matter what time or what field, has given you that serves you to this day still, as you navigate through this? I, I really live by only I, I live by a lot of things, but okay. I live by one thing that I've always been around, and it's uh, if God brings you to it, He'll bring you through it. So that's Ooh. that's my that's been my mantra forever. Um, I, like I, I really believe it. I think people go through situations for reasons, and mm-hmm. you just got to be able to bounce back. And He never puts He never puts something on your plate that you can't handle, and that's why like I always that. always like about. that. Yeah. So I ask my guests the same two questions, and I never prep them. As you guys at home know, I never prep them ahead of time. Oh no! But it's the same two questions, <laughs> same ones. No, no, I don't deviate. They're the same questions. Okay. I'm all about language. I think language is very important because mm-hmm. it, can, it can hold us back. Or push us forward or inspire us, things like that. <clears throat> so my first question to you is, Carrie Rhodes, what is one word you think we should take out of our mouths and our vocabularies? What is one word we should take out of our mouths? Should not say anymore. In our vocabulary. Uh, oh. Hold up, so we can actually say like uh any word right you can now. Say whatever you can say wherever the F you want. Oh, say it. Okay. <laughs> say it. Uh what are you gonna say? I think I think bitch should be taken out of the Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even in joking wise and stuff, you're like, no, that word should be done. Yeah, I just think it's really it's such a, it's such a such a vicious and demeaning word for our our ladies out there, in in particular. So I think I'll probably say, I'll say it again, bitch. Okay. Take, take bitch out. Take bitch out. I've never been able to say bitch in an interview, so bitch. I know. Bitch, 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 take, bitch, bitch. Take bitch. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you met your bitch quota. I got um, it. Yes. Now, on the converse of that, what is a word you think we should say more of? <laughs> a word or phrase you say more of? Uh, I'm just going to be like really just love. I think, I think it's never underrated is we to should, say love. We should say love a lot more. I yes. mean, I think as... Just as a human being, be, being able to say, being, fundamentally being able to say love more. I mean, I think that will take us a long way, a long way. And it's just, people don't use it. I, I don't even, I, it used to be hard for me to say love to my dad. Wow. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah. that connection. You should, you should better have that and that should be easy. That should yeah. be something that yeah. comes pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty easy for us and it doesn't, yeah. so... I think you better use that more. So I, I think when people say that, I don't have any problem with things. I think we need publicity nowadays. And that, that just leads me to, um, I want to ask your, just your opinion if you, if you want to share. Um, you're a, a black man. I'm a black man. A lot of things are happening to us black men in America. Yeah. Um, and I just want to know what your thoughts are. What, how, what do you say to younger black men these days about just being a black man in America? Like, how, we, how do you tell them to navigate through this? It's, uh, it's, it's a hard state of time for us right now, man. I think... Uh, I think the the more you actually just live in the moment and live life and and I mean not worry about as much just I mean stand for stand for whatever you stand for stand for something if you stand for something if you don't stand for something you stand for nothing so yeah, always I stand for that. something yeah. but you can't dwell on everything that's happened I mean it's, if you do it's going to consume your life and it's it's really it's really not fair especially yeah. for a young kid growing up you just have to live life man I I know it's hard I know we're we as a community are trying to to make changes and make things better, mm-hmm. which is great and which what we should be doing. But to to put that onus or put that pressure on kids growing up to actually think about that stuff right now, yeah. they can't think about that. Right, they're, they're kids. It should they're, be kids. Yes, be kids. Live in the moment and just just live, man. I think you have to live life to the fullest, and they just. 
That's what I would teach kids and tell a kid right now. Just don't. I try to tell the kids a lot of times just that you'll stay being kids. You'll be grown up. You'll be a, you'll be a grown up soon enough. Yeah, trust yeah, me. Yeah, you'll have a problem soon enough. Like I want to go back to be a kid again. I'm like I won't be a grown up. I won't be a grown up anymore. Exactly. But, I know. Cause it's tough. I mean, it really I'm tired tough. of being grown up. I know. We're adulting as they call it now. Adulting. adulting yeah, yeah. I've been adulting a lot longer than you have, and it's like, <laughs> like I'm ready to retire. It's 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 tough. Yeah, it's really good. Carrie, thanks for being on the show. Thanks yeah, so, for having so me. So when man. when tragedy goes, I have to come back. When Tragedy Girls we'll, come we'll, down, I will come yes. back. It's going to be good news. I know it's going to happen. I'm like yeah. putting it out there, and I'm like, yes, it's going to happen. Yeah, happen. So I will be back. Now, on social media, tell them this camera here where they can actually talk to you. They want to talk to you. Okay, if you want to follow me, I mean, I am kind of, I have some funny stuff on there if you want to follow me. I'm on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Instagram, at Carrie Rhodes. Uh, my name, I guess you'll get that. I'm sure it'll be like a little fine print underneath somewhere. <laughs> so at Carrie Rhodes, and on Twitter, it's at Carrie 25 Rhodes. Yes. So. You can follow me there. Oh, actually, you can follow me on Facebook, too. Uh, Carrie Rhodes again. <laughs> <laughs> now, why is it Carrie 25 Rhodes on Twitter? Why is it different okay. than that one? I'm going to tell you why. Tell me. All right. So I, I had Twitter first a long time oh, okay. ago, right? And it was just Carrie Rhodes. I had like 600, 700, 800, somewhere around like 1,000 followers, right? Yeah. And I got tired of social media for a second, and I actually erased my page. So somebody I think Got it in the universe has Kerry Rhodes, and I think they're cooler than me. So I couldn't get it back. Get it back to him, right? Can I have it back? And 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 the followers. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Someone has my name, James Lott Jr. on Twitter. I'm like, who has that name? I'm like, it's I don't have a common name. Besides me, my father, and he's James Lott Sr. on Twitter. I'm like, it's crazy. That's your dad. Duh. He took it from me. Yeah, he's right? got he took it. it from me. He's got it. Dad, <laughs> give back my name. I just spelled Junior differently. I was like, I have to spell it out. You're crazy. Oh, that sucks. I know. Yeah, <laughs> but you can find him on social media, of course. <laughs> and then look for and look you look for him on on own on if everything you was wrong. He's playing Officer Rick. Episode comes on tonight. Yeah, uh, tonight. Yeah, tonight. What time is it? Nine six. Eastern. Yeah, I think nine Eastern. Six. Nine Eastern. Six like Pacific. That. We're looking off to the cameras. Check me out. Yeah, yeah. I'm selling. I'm selling myself. I'm pitching myself right yeah, now. Yeah, pitching. No, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> that's your job. That's what you're supposed to do on here. Exactly. Thank you for being on. Um, Breaking into, of course, is on on Tuesdays here on um, Black Hollywood Live. Uh, I'll be back again next week with a new guest, and I guest all this month coming up, leading up to my one year anniversary on November eighth, where I have five former guests coming back onto the show for a big celebration and big deep discussion. Thank you for watching the show, and I'll see you guys next time. Congrats, man. Thank you. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.